0: This is Spice Radio 1200 AM. I'm Natasha right here on The Morning Buzz. It is International Women's Day and we're talking girl power. And today on the show, we're going to talk about how we as women can be more aware about our bodies, be more vocal about what we want. And to help us through this is Dr. Laurie Brotto, acclaimed psychologist and sex researcher, author of Better Sex Through Mindfulness. A very good morning to you and a happy International Women's Day.
1: And happy International Women's Day to to you as well, and to all of your listeners.
0: Thank you so much, Dr. Laurie. Uh, Laurie, uh, before we start, I just would like to know in Canada, here are the women of today faring more better than probably yesterday or the years that have gone by when it comes to being more aware and vocal about their bodies, their needs, their desires?
1: Yes, we are definitely seeing improvements, and so the more that we have conversations that normalize and celebrate women's voices and that means women's voices uh, around talking about their bodies talking about what they want talking also about what they don't want and empowering women to seek help when they need it all of this has translated into slightly better improvements today than we were yesterday we still have a long way to go But certainly days like today, International Women's Day, is a day to move the conversation forward.
0: You're so right about it. I mean, International Women's Day is a day actually that is celebrated on the 8th of March, but I believe it's just a reminder. We need to celebrate women every day of the year. But uh, this is a day when we kind of remind ourselves to be more clued in about what we need, what are our rights, what we want or what we don't want, as you very rightly put it. Now, Laurie, can you tell us when we're talking about certain misconceptions Conceptions that women have about their bodies. Uh, are there anything that right, kind of tops the list?
1: Well, there are many, many myths. I mean, when we look at uh, uh, pregnant women, pregnant individuals, there's so many myths about, quote, bouncing back to your pre-pregnancy body as if um you know the, the changes that have occurred are easily reversible with a little bit of exercise and, a, and and some good discipline so those kinds of myths really do women a disservice because it's just not the reality of health and life um and then there are many many other myths especially in my area of health which pertains to sexual health that are really quite negative for women and and it means that women suffer in silence they have a great deal of shame and because it's actually not that easy to get accurate health information, they might turn to Dr. Google online. Um, and that is not necessarily an accurate source of information. So in order to really challenge many of these health myths, it means that we, meaning scientists like myself and others, need to get accurate scientific information into the hands of women so that they can live better with good health information.
0: And I believe culture plays an important role in kind of being a barrier for women to access this information.
1: It sure does. I mean, I can certainly speak firsthand. I I grew up in a a family with um, particular views culturally and religiously about sexuality and actually never had any sex education from school or at home until my early 20s. And, And so those cultural beliefs can absolutely impact the kinds of, of beliefs that women might have, but also lead them to maybe not seek health information when they're struggling, because maybe they're told it's inappropriate to seek information or it's inappropriate to have help, or it might even normalize certain difficulties like pain. And we know that in the area of women's pain, um, that there's a message about just sort of sucking it up and, and learning to live with it. But you know, we we don't need to do that and, and having good health information and knowing where to have your questions answered is such an important part of that.
0: Right. I know there's a lot of pressure put on women to, you know, bear the pain, as you said, or kind of uh, being able to take it all, whether it's even uh, being on the labor table or whether it is even in relationships, we're supposed to be the stronger one. But hey, we need to voice how we feel. And that's so very important. You have a book that you have written, and it kind of uh, focuses on the bedroom. It has a spotlight on improving your desire, arousal. Why do you think these things are so important? Why is this conversation so important for women of today
1: yeah I'm really glad you asked that question because it's only been really in the last maybe 15 or so years that we began as researchers to really study and understand women's sexual health and in contrast you know the study of men's sexual health goes back many many decades and Viagra has been approved for over 20 years And so the conversation of sexual health is such an important one because, number one, we know that at least a third of women have significant sexual difficulties. So whether it's pain with sex or lack of desire, lack of pleasure, no arousal, and these difficulties can really impact that person's quality of life. It might impact her relationship, conflict, her mood, um, whether she continues to use particular medications that produce side effects. So sexual health is not just an isolated aspect of our health and well-being. It's a core aspect of our global health and quality of life. And when there's difficulties there, we see a trickle effects into many, many other aspects of both our physical and emotional and, of course, relational well-being.
0: Yeah, we shouldn't kind of negate the power of what happens in the bedroom on our entire being. Now, Laurie, exactly. let's focus on this a very fun event that's happening. It's going to open our eyes to so many answers, to the, so many questions that we have. But I believe that it's already booked out. So the in-person event is sold out. This is happening at the Science World, but we can still join in and for free. I like that word, free, online. <laughs> so tell
1: us more about it. Yeah, I'm really excited about this event tonight. It's uh, it's put on by Science Up First, and the event is called Sex, Lies, and Hormones. And the keynote speaker is Dr. Jen Gunter, who's an extremely well-known and celebrated gynecologist who cuts to the chase when it comes to dispelling myths about women's health and sharing good information. So Dr. Gunter is the keynote, and then um, after her keynote, I, alongside with Dr. Melissa Lem, who's a local family doctor and expert in climate change and health, will join the stage. We're going to answer questions. Um, As of last night, we have 1,500 people who have signed up for the free online link, plus a few hundred more in person. There is still room to sign up and, and attend online virtually. And really good news, I just found out, is that the entire event is going to be recorded. And available on the Science Up First website. So if you're out celebrating other International Women's Day events tonight, um, don't despair. You can still watch the recording uh, tomorrow or another time. But it's going to be a really fun night and an opportunity for us to get quite real and serious around um, some, some fact-based information to promote women's health.
0: Wonderful. That is Your Sex, Lies and Hormones, The Truth About Women's Health. It is an online at the moment for people who have not signed up for the in-person event that's happening at the Science World. Now, before we let you go, Laurie, as a proponent of mindfulness in the bedroom, and you've also written a book on that, Better Sex Through Mindfulness, what advice would you give our women listening today?
1: Yeah, you know, mindfulness, which is about paying attention on purpose in the present moment and and without judgment, has received a lot of attention in the science and health. It's promoted as kind of a core part of living well, alongside with getting good nutrition and good sleep, keeping your alcohol in check. Mindfulness is free. It's available to all of us. It can be practiced in every part of our life. While we eat, while we walk, while we have conversations, and while we're having sexual activity as well, and it's been found to be a, a strong promoter of living well, countering uh, stress um, and anxiety, and um, and I, I heavily, heavily encourage all of our all of your listeners, if they haven't heard of mindfulness or haven't practiced it, uh, to give it a try. It really does work.
0: And is there any other social that they can follow you on?
1: Sure thing. Yeah. So I'm on Instagram at Dr. Lori Brado and also on Twitter uh, at the same handle at Dr. Lori Brado. And um, yeah, looking forward to to continuing the conversation beyond International Women's Day. As my 13 year old son said to me last night, Mom, isn't every day International Women's Day? And I looked at him and said, oh, wouldn't that be wonderful? But we can certainly carry on these conversations every day so that women can live better.
0: Wonderful. It was so nice talking to you, Laurie. And thank you so much for your time and your insightful conversation. You have a beautiful day today. And yes, happy International Women's Day. More power to us. Thank you so much, Natasha, and to you as well. Thank you. We were in conversation with Dr. Laurie Brotto, acclaimed psychologist and sex researcher, author of Better Sex Through Mindfulness. Don't forget you can join in the online event Sex, Lies and Hormones, The Truth About Women's Health, featuring the legendary Dr. Jen Gunter, author of The Vagina Bible and The Menopause Manifesto, along with a panel of esteemed health experts, including Dr. Laurie Brotto, who we just spoke to, and Dr. Melissa Lem, moderated by Dr. Esther Odkunle. This is Natasha. We're back to some more music right here on The Morning Buzz.